Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Oh, right. Thank you again, Mr. Producer. Guys, I got a great guest coming up. Um, Catherine Wilking uh, is a feng shui consultant. Do you guys know what feng shui is? Well, I've been learning from uh, Catherine. And uh, Catherine, uh, first of all, she's a great sense of humor. And she's uh, so uh, informational. She has uh, uh, so many tips and, and uh, different ways um, to deal with the energy of, uh, I guess, where you live, where you work. Um, there's, there's so much to it. So I'm not going to uh, waste anybody's time. So I want to get Catherine up here as fast as I can. She was just telling my producer how all of our, our, our homes uh, are so stuffed. And uh, we're going to... We're going to learn about that today, and I couldn't agree more. I think you guys know what I'm talking about. So if you guys want, you can check out Catherine's website, which is catherinewilking.com. If you have a question you want to ask Catherine, you can call at 631-730-7376, or you could use the instant feedback, which is the chat that we have here, and um, you can uh, just send in your question that way and, and tell me where you're from, and your name, and if you're bashful, just say uh, anonymous. I'll ask Catherine on the air, and you can get your question answered by an expert and be a part of the show in that way. So, guys, with no further ado, um, like I told you, I got a great guest here, and that happens to be Miss Catherine Wilking. Catherine, welcome back to the show. Hi, Casey. Hey. Good to hear from you today. You always give me such great introductions. <laughs> oh, you know, but uh, it's it's really, I mean, it's it's just a reality. I can't wait to hear what you got to say today about, uh, it's so true. And I'm, I'm just, you know, thinking about myself. Uh, the home is, it is stuffed and that's a perfect word for it. it tell is. me, tell me what you're thinking. <laughs> well, Casey, we've been talking about thinking positive and moving forwards in life, right? And yep. we've been talking about taking charge of the things that we can to make life just a little bit better for one more day, right? Mm -hmm. And um, feng shui isn't just about gold coins and flowers, just a little review here. And certainly it's not about throwing things out all the time. It's about maintaining a positive function of flow in your environment in order to thrive, not just survive. Okay. And sometimes we need a little bit of help. And that's what we're going to do today. Beautiful. Uh, because you see, you can pray all you want. You can meditate all you want. And you can go to counseling with your spouse, which are all good things to help you shift this stuckness in your life that's happening right now. And then yet, if you open your eyes and walk through your front door and nothing has changed, nothing will change in your house. And so we're going to have a look at that today. We're very visual human beings, and our environment does affect our moods, our passions, and our goals in life. So today, I'm going to challenge you listeners today to cull or purge 10% of your stuff. Seriously, our homes are stuffed with stuff. And, uh, <laughs> they are. Yep. And uh, uh, your producer mentioned the word clutter as you got started here. And I said, you know, I don't like to use the word clutter. I'll tell you. Why not? Uh, it has a negative connotation that, you know, everything that's even a little bit messy is, is uh, uh, you know, a mental illness kind of thing. And mm. it's not. It's not at all. We need things to... You know, we, we buy groceries, we prepare food, we get dirty dishes, we clean the dishes, we put out the garbage. Everything's got to have a system. And so if the system is broke, 
then it turns into clutter. Yes, when things die or break and they just don't get moved, that's the that's more serious. But right now we're going to talk about the stuff in our house. And so there's a cause and effect of this. So sometimes it's for because we're buying in bulk, right? Because some things are on sale. It not, might not be just what we want, but we buy more because they're on sale. Okay. Uh, another fallback is falling for the words, you know, limited edition, <laughs> last day for the sale, that kind of stuff. Um, another way people like to collect things, and I see it all the time. We're going to elaborate on the collections a little bit later on in the show. It's okay to collect things, but, you know, you got to think about it before you buy. <laughs> but guilt is a big thing, too, of keeping things. Things that have been gifted to you or inherited uh-huh. items. Yeah, good point. This tough topic of sentimental items, sentimental things consist of things that have no practical use in your life. Their only purpose is to remind you of bygone times and they keep you stuck in the past. So let's start with an easy category today. Uh, I wanted to start with the books. Okay. Do, do, do. <laughs> Many people Collecting books over the years, buy them or receive them as gifts. They read them or not, but they just don't know what to do with them. Uh, Books can be tricky because they're paper. They absorb moisture, odors, and little house bugs if they're left uh, alone too long. (laughs) But they do. Yeah, they do. They need a controlled temperature if they're going to stay clean and, and useful. But this happens so quickly, particularly after a move. They're the pieces that stay in their boxes right, in the basement or the garage or with nowhere to go. Yep. And so just for today, I'm going to encourage you to take all the books off your shelf. One shelf, if you want, if we've got a big shelf, one shelf at a time and assess each one. And did you read it? Do you want to keep it? Are you finished with it? And and really, every time I've moved, and I, I've moved across the country and back a couple <laughs> times, uh, you really do need to start paring things down. You outgrow things as well. Right. Yeah. Some of the ones you want to read again or save for sentimental reasons are, you know, are super. But set aside the books you're finished with and continue. And I'm not suggesting that you throw at your whole collection, but pass them along to a used bookstore or Goodwill or uh, something so that these books can get into the hands of others that can appreciate them before they do have to hit the landfill. <laughs> Right, and, and and rather just sit there collecting dust and little mites or whatever. Well, people put them under their decks, and they just, like, rot. They turn into <laughs> screws. Uh, you know, if they're in the garage, okay, it's a nice, clean garage. Well, guess what? They Garages flood every once in a while. They're they're totally ruined, and um, it's, it's a real crime. It's a real crime that we have to sacrifice our, our trees to make books, and then they rot and go back to the earth, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just a different cycle, but any comments on your side about books? Well, I, 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 I you're saying, um, just one shelf and, uh, what do you say one shelf? So it just gets us in the, the mindset of, started. yeah, just to get a start. <laughs> <Started. right? laughs> do you have a bookcase in your living room area or bedroom area? I, I I do I um I I have uh, uh an, in my office there's uh there's a bunch of books which I should be going through and I don't have need I'm sure I don't have a need for for so you made a, a great point and uh, that's going on the list. That's great. I'm so glad to hear that. An action taker. I love that. <laughs> that so 
you notice after you get started, you think, geez, you know, this is a lot of baggage. But what's going to happen is when you release that 10% of your stuff, you're going to feel the shift even with one shelf because that domino effect's going to take place, right? Wow. So two things are going to happen. You're going to feel like you're in charge of that space. You'll know what's in your environment. And more importantly, that space you've opened up in your life is now going to be open for new things, new opportunities, relationships, and so much more. You would not believe the shift. Uh, The people that report to me, I can't believe that two boxes went out and I just feel like a whole new person. Wow. Yeah. Wow, uh, that, that's a, that's awesome, um, uh, t- you know, to feel that uh, uh, that you're in control. That's a great point. It is a great point. Um, do you want to move on to some collections? Yeah, let's all have, talk about that. We all have quirk, quirk, quirk. Some people collect cats, and you know who they are. Right? <laughs> <laughs> as soon as people know you have a cat, all of a sudden you get cat cards, cat pillows, you know. <laughs> Uh, cat jokes in the mail. You, it's, it's like it's it's crazy. One of our relatives, somebody gave them a sheep, a little tiny sheep for the coffee table. And when you pick up the sheep and turn it over, it goes bah, right? <laughs> so, um, and it's cute. So it was a kind of a conversation starter. Well, what happened was all of a sudden everybody was giving them sheep things, like sheep pictures, more sheep, pillows with sheep. You know, uh, just crazy stuff. And they had to actually tell all their friends stop giving. <laughs> sheep stuff but it's crazy how these things happen but i've been to people's places the the shoes the shoe collections i i do know that people love shoes and i love shoes too but you really have to put a lid on it at some point it just takes up a lot of space and you don't need shoes in every single color unless you've got somebody to look after your wardrobe for you it's just it's too too much but People build extensions onto their closets and all kinds of stuff just to hold the shoes. But one of the interesting things was um, a client several years back, and we redid her whole house, and she had collections, these Royal Dalton dolls. Do you know those dolls? They're uh, ceramic figurines about a foot high. Oh, okay. I know what you mean. Yeah. Antique uh, ballroom gowns and cats and everything. Well, yeah, an expensive, lovely, lovely product, no doubt about it. So she gets a doll, and then all of a sudden, every birthday and Christmas, uh, her husband kept buying her these dolls. And if she eventually had to get a, ca- a curio cabinet to put the dolls in there. So when I'm in there rearranging her space, and I have to move the cabinet, which means take the dolls down, um, I asked her all about these. How did that happen, and why do you love these dolls so much? And she said, you know, it was really kind of an accident. I kind of liked the the doll, but, I, you know, I don't need two dozen or something like this. And my husband kept buying me these dolls. I guess, mm. I guess there was a communication issue. But anyway, what happened was we ended up not putting the, the curio cabinet back. We actually split the dolls into two little groups and so she had a little display on the fireplace in one room and a little display in a, one of her, her private, uh, her quilting room or whatever it was. But it wasn't so much to look at. It wasn't front and center when you walked into the house, right? I see. I see. So that was one of the ways that we managed her collection of her dolls. But I've seen things go out of proportion with spoons or watches. Watches are easy to put in a drawer, but cars, you start collecting cars, man. You've got a problem <laughs> with real 
and maintenance and all the rest of the stuff to keep those cars going. So, yeah, you got to it's it's just so easy to get things out of control. So actually, if you do this, once you get under control, maybe once a year, springtime is a good time to just say, OK, it's spring. We're going to go through and dust every single shelf, take out what we don't need and uh, we'll keep the rest because the idea is to surround yourself with the things you love and that can support you. So that's what feng shui is all about. I got you. Catherine, I got a question for you. Um, yeah. you, you were talking about uh, shoes and uh, like you said, everyone, uh, most a lot of people uh, like shoes. I was wondering if uh, there's a time, say uh, in a year, if you haven't worn the, the, the shoes, uh, a certain pair, mm-hmm. should you donate them or can you talk about that? Okay, you're talking, yes, clothing and shoes are a different sort too because um, they, partly because people are gaining weight or losing weight or um, the fashions change. You know, there's so many variables. Colors come in and out. Right. Um, personally, I tell people to find out what makes you feel better, which colors that you make you feel the best and only buy that kind of stuff, right? Uh-huh. So you need your basics. You need your basics, your black, your white, your gray in between. But whatever colors that want, go with all those colors, navy blue is also a good staple. Have your staples and then the colors. And then you can rotate, whether it be shirts and ties or blouses or whatever it is, with the changing fads. And then so every spring, get yourself a couple of new blouses and then you can discard a couple other blouses. But you're talking about shoes. This has been a tough couple of years. I know myself, there's a lot of clothes in my closet that I haven't worn for two years because I'm not going to business meetings anymore, right? right? I'm not going yeah. to dances or disco dances. Or I'm not <laughs> I'm really not getting out. Mm-hmm. And so that rule that you just mentioned here, and a lot of closet wardrobe people stick to that tip, absolutely, is I wouldn't give away everything right now. I would just purge piece of it okay. take a few things out that just you know what this uh purple velvet gown that i haven't worn in a right. while really right. has to go. it doesn't unless you want to start collecting things for for dress up or costumes or things i know people that do that as well too and they have a separate area downstairs with their costumes and their finds uh it's not for everybody though but shoes you know what i found is my feet get because I haven't worn good shoes like regularly, the the shoes are all tight. Oh, right, because you're 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 wearing you know maybe a running shoe or a slipper, and your feet spread a little bit. They're not being t- tight, nice into your business <laughs> shoes. So, I think not just me, but you're getting used to those things again is uh, going to be a challenge. Okay, all right, good point. Um. Yeah. So. So. Uh, yeah. Let me. Let me give the floor uh, back to you. Um, that this is uh, some good, great information going on here, and I got people saying the same thing here. So uh, let me give. Let me give you the floor back. Okay. So if you wish something to change, you're going to have to change something. So your tip today basically is by regularly purging just ten percent of your items uh, each year or each season, you can stay in charge of your life. And open those doors for opportunities to move forwards and thrive again. Because, you know, feng shui never goes out of style. It's all about the balance. Yeah. Are we going to take a few questions today? Sure. Let's go uh, to Corey in Boston. Uh, Catherine, is it possible for a tightly packed space to have better energy and flow than an empty space? 
Ah, details, details. Okay, let me ask you something, Corey. Then if you've gone to open houses on the weekend and such, and you go into an open house that is empty, how does that feel? Okay, the walls are echoing. It doesn't seem to be any warmth mm-hmm. in there. You might find, um, you know, it, it's sterile. It's a little bit of creepy. Yeah. So, yeah, you need some stuff. So let's face it. If you went into an open house uh, and the the people in there are stacked, <laughs> stacked and packed, I guess you could say <laughs> it is, you don't get that energy to flow, right? Mm-hmm. So there is a balance that you can find. So what you need to do is figure out the function. You need to come in from the house. You need to drop your coat here. You need to go get something to eat. You need somewhere to sick, you know, sit. You need somewhere to sleep. And all of these things. Things, this regular routine needs to be functional. Okay, so if you've got too much furniture, then just take out one chair and just see if that's the difference. And if you've been there for three years, you've got boxes packed to the ceiling, that can't be very healthy either because it needs to be dusted. <laughs> I can I can taste it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to keep things dusted because they're going to start decaying in front of your eyes. So either find a space for them or just move, remove them from your house. So that's what this is all about today, regularly purging just 10% of your items. Got it. All right. Thanks, Corey. Uh, let's go to Ella in Rhode Island. Is there value in the phrase, my room is messy, but I know where everything is? Does that go with functionality? Great question. Great question. What we're gonna, what we're finding is not everybody likes a perfectly clear desk or countertop. They can't function that way because uh, everything's away in a drawer behind a cupboard door. So some people can't function that way. Other people like to see everything. It makes them feel like they're in charge that way. I know where everything is. So there's a there's an if and a but to this this answer <laughs> as well too. So you can find everything and you're happy, then I'm not going to tell you to do anything different. But what I might suggest is you go through what's on the desk or the table. It's usually the horizontal surfaces that that collect things like that. And I know that is uh, keep this stuff moving. The stuff that you're finished with, uh, file it or put it away. And then you've got room for more stuff. Not just we're talking about work, but more opportunities, more clarity of thought, more productivity. You'll find if you've got the stuff moving rather than just taking up space. Got it. All right. Cool. Thank you, uh, Alec. Good question. Uh, Katie. Good question. uh, Yeah. Katie in New York wants to know, uh, Catherine, what is the difference between a space being clean and a space being organized? (laughs) great question too you know i was had a cleaner on one of my uh shows before we were talking about this and if you'll notice that a clean surface a clean shiny surface reflects light and reflective light gives you refreshing energy right Mm -hmm. it's almost like a sparkle that kind of stuff gives you more energy and the stuff that's covered in dust doesn't have any reflection qualities it's quite dead it's kind of sad and sober and so the difference between those two terms that you just gave me here is they're both good but if once dirt if you're dirty or you're uh then it's not going to reflect any light for you to keep that positive energy vibration that you're seeking 
Gotcha. And let me let me uh, piggyback yep. off of Katie's question. Um, you, yep. you mentioned light. Um, mm-hmm. d- should should um, some rooms uh, have uh, like a, uh, how do you feel about dimmers? Basically, is what I wanted to ask. Okay, dimmers are great because they change the mood, right? Okay. And then you can choose if you want extra light and extra vibes. Uh, to see what you're doing or whatever task that you're at. And you can also, of course, dim it down to quiet things down. So if you have a flex room, for example, some people have one that has the TV and the relaxing stuff and the exercise equipment, uh-huh. <laughs> you're probably going to turn up for the energy to energize yourself to run the exercise equipment and not for the television. So that works. But what this is what happens in storage units or neglected spaces downstairs too, is because they don't have any light. They're kind of uh, cut off from society. Right. And Mm -hmm. they, they're collecting dust and dirt and they just, they're, they don't feel, you don't even feel like opening the box because that vibe is now there. They're starting to decay and that the chi energy has, flown away uh-huh i see uh, and is there any difference do you think uh between uh, a wall light and a lamp for what purpose for for the the amount of uh, because the light does something to you right i mean the fact that you're just going to go into the room and, and just flip a switch or to go and you mm-hmm. and to find the, the lamp uh, is there any thought to how that works energy wise uh yeah. If you're if you're decorating your home, uh, you will have you should have what they call overhead lights for oh like general lights, uh, and then you need task lights. So that depends on what kind of doing and okay. what you need. So I do like floor lamps and desk lamps because you can move them around and and get the light where you want it, right? Mm-hmm. And once you once you put that sconce on the wall you can't move that. So they work probably best in a bedroom. You, the fixed bed is there and you put a wall sconce up there, right? Yep. The, the bed's not going to move around. But if you were going to rearrange the room and say, okay, now it's a den or now it's a baby's room or now it's, you know, whatever, you need some of the flexibility sometimes uh, to do that. So gotcha. there's pluses and minuses to all kinds of lighting. Okay. All right. Thank you for that one. Uh, Mr. Producer, get to, okay, here. Let's go to Craig in South Carolina. Uh, what are your thoughts on the kitchen junk drawer? Is every home <laughs> destined to have one or can it be avoided? I, I, I got to say, I'm guilty. I got one, Craig. So good question. I love a junk drawer in the kitchen. I've, I'm with you, Craig, uh, really. And, you know, it started with uh, what I'm calling it mom's tool drawer <laughs> because everybody taken my tools and this is mom's tool drawer and um you know it's much easier to grab mom's stuff you know just the hammers and screwdrivers and pliers and you know knives and think you know box cutters and stuff mm-hmm. that everybody walked off with but yes i would keep that as organized as you can if possible <laughs> little dividers that you can get to put like the sharp things so you're not hitting your hand on that or tape or um you know, bobby pins or, you know, whatever right, it is, right. shoelaces are in my drawer as well, too, and miscellaneous uh, things to clip the chips and things. And, yeah, I think it's a great idea. You still got to clean it out. It's got maintenance just like your cutlery drawer, just like all the other gadgets in your kitchen. 10%, right, Catherine? Yep, 10%. <laughs> well, Catherine, uh, another another great show, uh, great information. Thank you for everyone who wrote in. And, Catherine, I want to give you the last word here. Anything you want to leave us with? And then, once again, tell us how to get a hold of you. 
For sure, for sure. So pick up my free booklet on my site. That talks a little bit more about raising positive energy in your space. It's called 10 Ways to Raise Chi Energy in Any Space. It's an easy ways to refresh the air and uh, raise the vibration in your home and begin to thrive again. So pick that up on uh, my site, katherinewilking.com. There's all kinds of other things on my site. I've got a new podcast out now myself, fengshuiyourday.ca, and that's on the website as well, too. And um, I do have group classes, private sessions, and Zoom calls to help you find the balance and love your life again. So I'd love to chat with you. Again, check out my website, katherinewilking.com, and I'll see you again next week. All right, guys. Catherine Wilkin, be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. 